Hey, are you getting ready for the Christmas season? I am, because I took out my uh, Christmas sweater, especially for you this afternoon with the gold touch, gold glimmer, you know, just to get ready for, for Christmas. I heard the story of two blonde girls who wanted to get ready for Christmas. And uh, you know those blonde jokes, so it's one of them. And they, they wanted to have the perfect Christmas tree. So they headed out for the, the forest and they went in the forest to look for the perfect Christmas tree with the decoration and everything. So they walked around in the, in the, in the tree, in the trees, and they, they looked for the perfect Christmas tree and they couldn't find it. So one of them got really desperate and she said, let's go home. We don't find the perfect Christmas tree here. And the other one said, hey, I got a bright idea. Let's just take a normal tree and buy decoration in the store. <laughs> Very smart, right? Okay, <laughs> thank you, a few of you like it. Yeah, I, I was really giggling when I, when I read that, that joke. I don't want to leave it with the ladies. We men, we also have our challenges to get ready for Christmas. You know, Christmas is the season where I go shopping more than um, and then in the whole year, because I don't like it too much. So I know I have the pressure to bring perfect gifts for my wife, for the kids, for my children um, around in the family. So it's a big pressure, you know. And you have to have an individual gift, an, an awesome gift, an outstanding gift. And uh, in my own uh, interest, it has to be at a good cost, okay? So <laughs> you always have to have one eye on the budget. But um, for us guys, Christmas is also challenging because of Santa Claus. Because Santa Claus is reminding us we, there are four periods in a man's life. The first period is the period where you believe that Santa Claus really exists. The second period, period is the period where you realize, oh no, he does not really exist. And the third period is the period where you are Santa Claus in your family. And the fourth period, whether you like it or not, is the period where you look like Santa Claus. So every guy in here, now you laugh, but you're heading towards looking like Santa Claus. I'm already very close there because I have white hair every year a bit more. Well, Christmas is not about the Christmas trees. It's not about the clothes, the gifts, not even about Santa Claus. Christmas is about the breathtaking story of a God who loved the world so much that he gave his son that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. Christmas is the story about God becoming human. Christmas is the story about the birth of the Son of God here on earth 2,000 years ago where Jesus Christ was born as a little baby. And this story is every year it's the same story. It's never changed, but it's the story that changes life and still changes life until today. And I believe today when we focus on Christmas, it's a, a great focus to have a focus on God of miracles. This is the title of my message, God of miracles. What is actually a miracle? Let's have a look at the, the um, definition we find in Wikipedia. I don't know it by heart, so I have to wait with you. Yeah, a miracle is an event in space and time which apparently contradicts or truly contradicts human reason and experience as well as the laws of nature and history. 
So a miracle is a supernatural happening um, coming in real, happening in the natural, becoming touchable in the natural. And I want to focus with you on the story of Mar Mary. Mary, this morning I said Mariah. That was so funny. Everybody was thinking about Mariah Carey. What an awful mistake. So Mary, her name is Mary. Uh, because in German it's Maria, you know. So uh, for all the Latins, Maria. That's, that's beautiful. Okay, Mary was a normal lady. She went to bed one night and during the night God came to her as, a, as an angel and he talked to her. Let's dig in into that story with a short clip. sich, was dieser Gruß bedeuten könnte. Hab keine Angst, Maria, redete der Engel weiter. Gott hat dich zu etwas Besonderem auserwählt. Imagine that uh, God is visiting you on a normal day when you go to bed, he's sending an angel to you, waking you up and telling you, you are a person that I will use for a specific reason. What a, what a great moment when God of miracles just appears in your life. And I wanna show you a bit um, in, a, in a timeline of um, human history, and not only human, but also um, godly history. When God created, Man and woman, he is, he is God of love. Excuse my um, <laughs> awful, awful drawing. It's not easy to do it here. And um, so here we have Adam. And we have Eve. Wow, this time she's more beautiful than this morning. And then there was this uh, apple or whatever fruit it was. Which, which made the, the break between, between God and human. That was from Satan. He tried to, to bring a separation between God and the human race. And then it was hundreds and thousands of years until the moment which we just saw when God appears as the God of miracles in Mary's life and she becomes pregnant as you can see in this wonderful picture. <laughs> it's a bit low, huh? <laughs> okay. And then Jesus, he died on the cross and he rose again and he changed the human history forever, 
for the whole eternity. After the resurrection of Jesus, there was the Holy Spirit coming. This is fire. Okay, you understand? This is fire. <laughs> coming on us people. And we live in the era between the cross of Jesus and the moment when Jesus will come back and we are going to be reunited together with the Holy God for eternity. This is the era we all live in, the era of the Holy Spirit, where God shows up and does miracles in our lives and through our lives. And I want to introduce you today to one guy. His name is Glenn. He is from Norway and how he will tell you about the way he experiences God's miracle in his life. Glenn, welcome on stage. Please come here, our Norwegian guy. Give a big hand for Glenn Rasmussen. I said, Merry Christmas, Michael. I hope you treat me nice. I'll try. I said, Merry Christmas, Michael. I hope you treat me nice. I'm coming to you now. Yes, please do so. To do buddy day. To do buddy day. Welcome, Glenn. <laughs> so good to have you here. Please have a seat. Thank you so much. Glenn Rasmussen from Norway. He's a great singer, as you can tell. Glenn, it's been 10 years since you've been here last yeah. time in ICF Zurich. It's so good to have you back. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's so good to be here. Yeah, it's great. So many people still, they don't know you. No. Who are you, Glenn? Let's have a few words about your life. I am Glenn, 53 years old, married with Sölvi for 35 years, yeah. get four daughters, 34, 31, 23, and 19, and a foster daughter, mm -hmm. she's 15, and four grandchildren. So I was married when I was 17, my wife was 16. Yeah. I have to... <laughs> very young, okay. Very young. <laughs> Is but that against the law in Norway? Yeah, so we okay. had to, to seek the king for permission, <laughs> and he said, yes, I allowed you to get married. <laughs> You're the only guy I know who got a permission to get married, a permission from a king. That's correct. That is awesome. Mm. That's why it's uh, working for 35 years, <laughs> probably. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, so you can see the pictures of Glenn and his family. This is Sylvie up there. Yep. What a beautiful couple. There they are. Hey, Glenn, we're talking about the God of miracles. Mm. And I know you have a great story how you met Jesus for the first time. Tell us the story, please. Yeah, I was 21 years old. I was on my way back from work to my home. It was in the car and I have been thinking for a long time, what is the meaning with life? Why I'm here? What is the purpose? And um, I turned on the radio and there was a guy talking about Jesus. He said that to be a Christian has nothing to do with um, church or church building. It has to do with a relationship with a person named Jesus Christ. And this was, you know, it was uh, something that uh, I didn't stop thinking about it. So I said in the car, God, if it's true about Jesus, uh, 
I invite him into my life. And then Jesus entered my car. And I broke totally. Started to cry all the way home, went home. My wife said, what's, what's up? What's happened? I said, I met Jesus. So that, that was the story. And uh, a result of it was that nearly 80% met Jesus in our home the first year. And uh, we start a Christian kindergarten because we want to do the things that God wants us to do. Yeah. So um, it, it has been a, a, an adventure. It's great. I know you have um, so many adventures you experienced. Last time you were here, you were a successful businessman. You started the kindergartens. You, had, you have a great family. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just awesome to see this story. And for me, it's like two, two sides how miracles happen. They happen by surprise. You know, surprising miracles. That's the way you experienced Jesus the first time when he just came into your car. Mm. The same thing that Mary experienced when during the night he, mm. the, the angel uh, appeared. Uh, but I know the last 10 years have not really been easy to you. Let's have an insight to your last 10 years. Okay, yeah. No, that, that, that is the dark, uh, darkest part of my life. Um, I started some churches. We started a Christian school. And then we get uh, some problem there. And the media, they grabbed it. And, and they start to focus in a very negative way uh, on my life. And it became really big. It was the national TV in Norway. It was the national newspaper. I was front page all over, like a very dark and, and uh, negative person. So they told lies about you yeah. or what, what yeah. happened? Yeah, they did. So uh, that was really, really tough. And um, the government, they, they um, supply our school with, with the money. Um, even if it was a private Christian school, they, they, they supply with money and then they stop with the payment, and we have to trust God, and we saw God's miracles for more than two years. Mm -hmm. But I was so tired, and I get so empty mm -hmm. that uh, I broke totally. Mm -hmm. I, I hit the wall, wow. really. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, uh, shall I just keep on? Yeah, keep uh, on. Yeah. Ten years in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. You broke down, it means you had a burnout, right? I had a burnout. Yeah. And I was, uh, we call it in, in uh, normal, Norway, social, social angst. I think it's the same word in German. It's like fear from social interaction. Yeah. Don't want to see anyone again. No. Yeah. I could drive my wife to the shop and I have to disappear mm -hmm. until she was ready and pick her up and go back home again. Uh, it's not, it's not good at all. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So it it gets darker and darker. So it was going. Feel like on this, it it became this instead of. And uh, I lost my my sleep, so I couldn't sleep in in the night. I was sitting upstairs. I tried to smile to my wife and and the kids, uh, and I was crying when I was alone, because I was totally broken uh, inside. My feelings, everything hurts. And uh, 
Then I was thinking about maybe it would be better if I just end my life because then uh, I will get peace and my wife and my kids, they will get peace. So I start to, to, to think about this and I was so relieved, so happy because I understand that it's true. It's much, much better to, to end the life. It's crazy how a, a lie like this can get hold of your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I have, I've been talking with people that have had those thoughts and I was thinking they are totally crazy. Yeah. But now I was in the same situation yeah. and I feel lucky. And uh, I made a decision. It was a Friday. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I love Jesus. I will never leave Jesus. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have met him. I could never take him away from me. Yeah. I was not angry about him or God. Mm -hmm. I was angry on myself, the people that was making a lot of story about me. Mm -hmm. So I went to the car and I decided to drive to the forest and plan what to do. So I did that and uh, my beautiful wife, uh, she nearly ever called me because I'm the person that always call. Uh, she don't like phones, but uh, then she called me and I, I was thinking, what? I will not answer. I have some other plans. And she was calling me for 17 times. Wow. Never gave up. And then I took the phone and uh, she just said, Glenn, where are you? I couldn't answer. And then she said, we love you, come home. Mm. And then I broke. Because then I understand that God was not finished with me. Mm. Wow. So I went home I didn't told my wife what my plan was before nearly six months later. Wow. Yeah. And I uh, tried to smile and I went up to the second floor in my home and after the kids uh, was gone to bed or something, I, I was sitting there and I said, Jesus, you need to do a miracle in my life because I cannot live with this pain. Uh, this fear of meeting people, that's not the way I am. I, I am. Mm -hmm. I'm a positive, glad person. Yeah. So uh, you, you have to help me. I can't stand this. And then I describe it like a, like a pillar. I felt like it, it hit my head and it was so warm. And it went through my body. And in that moment, I was totally healed, like that. Yeah. I went to the doctor, excited, <laughs> told him that yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. Oh, no, no, he said, <laughs> take it easy. Did you tell him a pillar hit me and then I was healed? Yeah, in fact, I did. <laughs> I, I did. can't believe he didn't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> what a pillar. <laughs> Maybe think I was even more sick, no? But I said it's it's true. No, but wow. stay cool, take it easy, and and I did that. But I have never ever after those seven eight years since now 
uh, had this problem ever by meeting people, mm. not this fear anymore. So the incredible thing is that God used this situation into something better. Yeah. Like um, Romans says that everything works together for those mm. who love the Lord. Mm-hmm. And my life was changed because after this I look at people, I look at you in a different way mm-hmm. than I did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a new respect, there is a new love. Uh, I decide to always be encourage people to love people even if they are uh, in a bad mood because mm-hmm. you never know what's going on yeah. behind the face yeah. uh, of a person. What a great story of God just meeting you again. Mm. And um, yeah, the God of miracles just showed up again. We talked at lunchtime and I'm so fascinated about, about your story because the love and the miracle you experienced, now you give it, give it away to people. Just share a story what you do now, what you do with your life, how you bless people by praying for them and whatever you do. Yeah, I am a Christian. That's my life. It's a lifestyle. So it's hard not to um, talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So uh, you you want me to tell this story uh, with his family? Yeah, when you met the family. Yeah. I I was hunting with my brother uh, in the west part of Norway, and there was a lady asking if I could take luggage with clothes to an Afghanistan family that moved to my place. And I said, sure, it's no problem. So uh, three or four days later, I went to this house and uh, knocked on the door and there was a beautiful young boy, 17, 18 years, two uh, girls, 14 and 16, and her mom. And they were so happy because they had get a permission for living in Norway. They have been waiting for two and a half years. And I brought the suitcases and, and they said, please come in. We want to serve you some tea or something. And they were Muslims. They had this hijab and, and, and everything. And I went in and there was only a sofa. And, and they were so lucky. Mm-hmm. I felt they have uh, yeah, best thing ever happened for them. So I was sitting there and we were talking. And uh, before I should leave, I, I just do what I used to do. I said to myself, inside of me, Jesus, is there anything you want to do for this family? And then he answered me and said, yeah, you should bless them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so then I told them that uh, I'm also a Christian. I believe in Jesus. And I really love to, to pray for you. So I want you to raise up. We shall hold our hands. And then I will pray. And they was a little bit surprised. <laughs> but they raised up. Yeah. We stand in a circle. And then I, I remember I just said, Jesus. And when I said that name, tear was coming down in their faces. And I could bless them, the whole family, with the school and everything. The kingdom of God was there. Mm. 
and it's so fantastic good just to love and to bless people yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. So amazing, what a great story. I love it that, that the God of miracles starts to live inside of us. When we come back and, and live with Jesus, mm. the Holy Spirit fills us up and we have a message of a God of miracles. Yeah. And the miracles are following us, as the Bible says. Mm. Glenn, I thank you so much for sharing. And I'm happy that you will sing a song now as well. And as long as you get ready, <coughs> I want to finish up this um, message and talk by just showing you this timeline again. You can get ready, Glenn. Should I get you? Yeah, you yep. can get ready. You know, it's so fascinating that we, like God has a story with the whole mankind, but your story is about the same timeline as the story for the whole mankind. You have a start and somehow the devil tries to separate you from God, but we always have a solution. We have Jesus Christ, that is Christmas. He came on this earth and we always have a solution like Glenn's story. Um, when we come to Jesus, everything can be changed. Every hopelessness can be changed into hope. And this God of miracle meets us right there where we are. And it's so awesome. And our future is an eternity together with this, with this God of miracles, with the God of love. So, Glenn, he will sing a song. And first, you maybe say a few words about it. And during this song, just open up for the God of miracles. Whatever you need this afternoon, just tell Jesus what you need and I believe he will come to you like he came in Glenn's life how he came in my life how he came in Mary's life he knows you you're one of those most precious precious creatures and he's a God of love he's a God of miracles and it will happen this afternoon after the song we will have time to pray each and every one of us so Glenn yeah take over thank you this song came out of this very dark time in my life because to, to realize, to experience that God never left me. He was always there through this darkness. It was for me a fantastic experience. So this just come from my heart. You're still the one I love You're still the one I'll come running to You're still the one I love You're still the one I'll come running to Jesus Lord, you never leave me You never forsake me You hold me in your hands So you're still the one I love You're still the one Come running to you, still the one I love. 
so glad you'll never leave me No, you never forsake me You hold me in your hands You're still a one People in this room I ask you to Come with your love With your presence Show each one of them How much you love them Do it one more time Do it one more time Jesus, one more time That you're the one Sometimes I wonder When everything fails and fades away What does remain? Why do we come to this place from near and far? Because at the end of the day, there is nothing else that remains. What would it look like to face the consequences of something so radical? What would it actually look like to follow Jesus? Friendships may fail, heroes may fail, eventually riches turn worthless. He stirs a thirst for truth, compassion and love. Nothing that this earth could ever quench. What is it that we can truly build our lives and hope on? There is one thing and one thing only when it's all said and done. He alone is our solid rock, our center and our foundation.